You're listening to The Happy Hour with Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Back here on The Happy Hour, 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. Just Nick Sainert with you today. No Rico. He had some other stuff come up. Appreciate Sip hanging out with me for 15 minutes or so. Real quickly here, you guys know how we uh, like to operate here at the ticket, and, and we're, we're able to give away some care baskets courtesy of Beatrice Bakery every single day. Each show has their own day. So Thursday is the happy hour show, and we uh, got a nomination on theticketfm.com. Just a sidebar here. You can go to theticketfm.com and nominate somebody that you know f- to receive a care basket or a group of people. And, and here's one that we got earlier today from Anonymous. So um, this one g- nominated the pediatric floor at Bryant East Hospital. Uh, they say, whatever nurses are working at the time deserve the reg- recognition. My wife works there, but her nor I are good with spotlights, so I'd like to avoid that. Um, They say this, the girls have been working very hard since COVID hit, since the beginning. Their workload has been relentless, but they show up every day and do their job each day. It's a pediatric floor in a hospital during COVID. They've been taking overflow patients since it started. Not a ton more elaborating is probably necessary. Absolutely not. So thanks again to Beatrice Bakery. We will absolutely get in touch and and take a care basket over to the pediatric floor at Bryant East Hospital. Appreciate um, this anonymous person for nominating the pediatric floor at Bryant East Hospital. So once again, if you would like to nominate somebody that you know or a group of people that you know, head over to theticketfm.com. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert, and uh, we will get that into the hands of the correct people and, and go about our ways that way. All right. So let's let's see. We should probably continue that conversation here from the first segment. Um, let's see what do we got here. A lot about age, not discounting my opinion. I appreciate that. Um, a lot of offensive line talk. I think that's a big thing, right? Got to restructure the offensive line. When we talk about running backs in a portal, it's hard not to think that. Part of a running back being successful is the offensive line, right? And once again, not calling for anybody's job. It's no fun. I, I'll be I'll be honest. Like I was I was able to start going to press conferences and everything during this, you know, being in, in the sports radio now and, and being able to see and kind of ask my guys like Matt Lubick and the, the staff that got got let go. I was able to ask them questions and things like that and it's not fun. I, I realized that really quickly that when somebody gets let go of a program that you're covering. It's not all that enjoyable to continue talking about how they didn't do a good enough job, but unfortunately it's the facts and we got to talk about it. All right. Um, let's move on to Wandale Robinson. We got oh a little under eight minutes left, probably less. Wandale Robinson heading to the NFL draft. How high do we think we're going? He's going. While he was at Nebraska, he was that he was connected to you know like that Rondale Moore from Purdue at the time. Now with the Arizona Cardinals, and Rondale Moore, let me just tell you this here: uh, limited season this year, but he's five seven. His intangibles five seven one eighty one. 
181 pounds, 54 catches this year for the Cardinals, 435 yards, one touchdown. Wandale Robinson, five foot ten, maybe could be shorter. 185 pounds, and in one season becomes Kentucky's single season receiving yards leader. How high can Wandale go? Second? Second round? Are we thinking that? I, I truly think that second round would be realistic for Wandale Robinson, and, and here's why. There are ways, and, and Kentucky showed this, there are ways to use him to where he's successful. Milkman on Twitter, or excuse me, Milkman on the text line says he's going pro. He's not getting drafted very high. I maybe, I, I truly think that he's a he's a day two guy, and a pretty early day two guy. He's not going to be running up the middle. He's going to be the like Rondale Moore, right? Think back to Tavon Austin. I believe Tavon's a little probably a little bigger than than Wandale. But there are ways with spread offenses now. Like, imagine if he's in like the Cliff Kingsbury offense and just takes Rondale Moore's place. I would put Wandale over Rondale, and maybe that's just because what he, what he did at Kentucky. But it shows that when you when you put an athlete like Wandale Robinson in a position to be successful, good things happen on a consistent basis. So that. That made me think, and here's a little bit of a preview of what I want to talk tomorrow, talk about tomorrow with Rico, because hopefully Rico's back. If not, you and I can still have this conversation. Nebraska has kind of lost their star player, or may, maybe a better word to, to use would be, or a phrase to use would be most important player. Every single year since 2018. Now, th- that's not me. Before before y'all on text line come at me for saying, well, this coaching's so easy. Why don't you do it? Because like, we got a couple of those. But here's the thing. Every se- th- Think about it. Divino Zigbo took him a while to assess talent, graduated. Adrian Martinez may have been their most important player in 2018, but he was a freshman, and there were a lot of high hopes going into 19, right? Stanley Morgan Jr. leaves as well. 2019, it was Maurice Washington. J.D. Spielman transfers after the season. 2020, you lose Wandale and a couple others. A couple of big recruits that never got to campus, Keyshawn Green, Henry Gray. A couple big-time recruits that just never worked out. Tyjon Lindsey, Marcus Fleming never worked out. And now this year, following the season, Adrian Martinez. And that's where that most important player comes into, or phrase comes into effect. It's something to think about. And and that's not me, that's not me saying, you know, Nebraska's the only school with attrition because I know that's not a that's not a fact. Every school deals with attrition. But we spent I spent kind of the first segment there talking about how poor these first four years have gone now this is me on the flip side saying well look what they've had to overcome every single year take it however you like um 
Just something to think about as well. About a minute left here. Appreciate you guys hanging out. You guys have been awesome. 402-464-5685. Keep it going into the 3 o'clock hour here. I believe Bach and Big Sky are with you. Drumstick says this, Nick. Can you ask Sip if he's a Weezer fan? Oh, I should have. My bad, Drumstick. Should have saw that one. Let's keep this going tomorrow night. Or tomorrow afternoon, I should say. This was a lot of fun. Appreciate you guys hanging out with me for an hour. By the way, tomorrow night, we'll have high school hoops on the ticket. It's Pius X and Lincoln Southwest. I'll talk a little bit more about that, what you can expect from there. Thanks again to the great folks over at Beatrice Bakery for letting us dish out a care basket. And thank you to the Brian East Pediatric Floor for this week's nominee. Antonio Brown's no longer a buck. Shouldn't surprise anybody. I'm out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Tomorrow.